and brightest day and blackest night. All other podcasts tremble in fright. Losers cower before the power. Oranges lust and blues you can trust. Indigos feel and white ones heal. Yellow scare and green ones dare. That sapphire love and black hands glove will rock your foundation without hesitation. Chad and Mars face evil's minds. Respect their power for they'll make you see the light. Hey everyone, this is Mark Marble from the Lantern Cast, and we're going to do another mini-episode because I'm way overdue on doing this, and surprisingly, we've had a lot of content during the during Chad's absence, that and mostly Green Lantern stuff, so we really had time. It was hard for me to make the time to do a review episode to catch up on some of the movies that I've been seeing since pretty much episode 500. Not going to do any streaming stuff, because some of those things might come up in conversation in another episode or we could end up doing an episode on what we've been watching so i'm just going to kind of like roll through the highlights of the last month or so and just give my thoughts the plan is to be spoiler free as much as possible on these like all the mini episodes but i just but there it's it's possible i might delve into something that's super 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 minor spoilers but that's not the plan I'm just trying to cover my bases. It's better to it is better to cover your bases. Let's put it that way. No matter what, just in case uh, there's a something that one person or several people can maybe construe as spoilers, but the majority don't. I like to basically cover my bases on that. So, all right. So let's start with the big one. Let's start with Avatar: The Way of Water, which I saw. I think we, I think I, it's been so long. I think I actually saw that the Friday it came out, not the Thursday it came out by luck of the draw. Now, I enjoyed it more than I thought it was going to. I had no... That was obviously a movie I had no desire to see or was I probably was on my monkey crap list last year, but I knew I would see it. So I would say it's better than I thought it was going to be, though I do think the 3D was not nearly as impressive as I would have expected it to be, which isn't saying the 3D is bad, but I would have expected it to be a little more mind-blowing and maybe be, maybe have more of it in the movie. And I thought there was a lot of stuff in the movie that wasn't in 3D, and I just expected it to be more 3D. Not necessarily all 3D all the time, but... I expected to get a, maybe more than we did. I also thought, even though that was kind of the point of why they did it, there was a certain stretch of the movie where the quote-unquote bad guys were doing horrible things, basically just to get a reaction out of the audience, that it was audience manipulation, that they were doing really horrible things to people and animals and everything. And, and I know that was the ultimate point. They wanted you to feel upset when that was going on, but I also got to the point literally in the movie where I just... I got, actually got upset br- for briefly because I just didn't see what the point of it was because it wasn't entertaining to me. If you get to the point where you're watching something that's just so upsetting on any level, then that's not entertainment. And I was it got it won me back over like during probably the last half an hour or so of the movie. But I would have to say that kind of like steered me away from it, from me liking it a little bit more than I probably do now. So I probably was. If you left out that part of them, um, that part when they're looking for uh, Jake and, and his family, and it, it kind of like it pushes coming to shove, that I would say probably would like the movie more than I did. I still would recommend seeing it if, if for 
and probably most people have already seen it, but I certainly would recommend seeing it in 3D. And I don't know if it, I don't think it pumps me up to see more of of these. I don't think it changed my mind on this as a franchise. It doesn't do much for me. But nonetheless, I, th- I did like it more than I thought I would. And that is something. Now, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, which is an appropriate one to follow up Avatar with because I really, really like Puss in Boots. I was looking forward to it. And just like Avatar, but not people aren't talking about it as much because it's not making as much money. But Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, especially considering it did not have a particularly big opening, this movie is holding really, really well. We're having very, very small drops, and there have been a couple of weekends since it opened that it actually increased its uh, box office from the, from the weekend before. And it is really, really doing well. And considering it had a poor, I would say overall it had a poor opening. Last time I checked, as of uh, the, su- the final Sunday of January, I think it was only like about 7 or $8 million off the pace of what the original Puss in Boots did in the same number of days in release. It doesn't mean it's going to continue that and make a fall, uh, fall off the cliff and drop like a rock, whichever analogy you prefer. But the fact that it's held as well as it has, especially since it's available on, on, on demand now, is pretty impressive. And it is a good movie. I still think overall as a character, Puss in Boots has had two movies that have been good but not great. That, so it's a great character that has not had a great vehicle for the character. I still think there's a great Puss in Boots movie that could be made with that character. But this plot was pretty... It, it appealed to... A, I would say part of the reason why it's doing well is that it's appealing to many different groups. The plot is... Almost anybody and everybody can get something out of this plot, what this, what this movie is about. So I do think that works in its favor, and it does work as a successful setup for for, for the next Shrek movie. And because this movie has already earned back, it's already made money pretty much now, which looked shaky in the beginning, even though it has a, ironically has a smaller production budget than the original Puss in Boots did back in 2011. But still, this movie has made over, already made over three times its production budget back, so it's pretty safe to say this movie is already profitable. So it certainly won't do anything to derail the idea of getting a Shrek 5 and probably will increase the odds of that happening. So I would, if you haven't seen Puss in Boots yet, I would definitely recommend going to see that. Megan. I've seen Megan twice in the theater. Megan is really good, and it's it's one of those movies that just kind of it, it embraces its absurdity quite often. And it's not – it's funny, and it's, and it's not just funny because there are things that happen that – in any kind of horror movie that you laugh at, horror, it's even though it's more like a sci-fi movie almost than a horror movie, but it kind of walks that fine line between the between the two. But in almost any horror movie, there's there's some something that makes you laugh. But there are parts of this movie that you know the commercials, especially, and things that are designed on purpose to make you laugh. It isn't just situational humor. But I think it, I Megan was really good. I'm curious what they'll do for the sequel. But I thought they they approached this movie very very well, and it I, I really worked for me, so I enjoyed it. I saw Plane, which is the Gerard Butler movie, and Mike Coulter. That movie was you know it's pretty much what you would expect it to be if you saw the trailers. It was a little it maybe was a little shorter than I would expect, but on the bright side of it being a little shorter, it kind of got into the meat of the story pretty quickly. It didn't there wasn't a whole lot of wasted time getting from point A to point B. To some, when, when something goes wrong in the plane and they end up where they end up and then everything plays out the way they play out the way it plays out I enjoyed it I thought I thought the ca- I thought the cast in that movie was was pretty good 
And I, I don't necessarily think that's a movie you need to go pay to see. That probably is something that's pretty, perfectly fine streaming when it when it becomes available. But I, but I saw that, and I, so I, I liked it. We saw Fear last week. There were a bunch of different horror movies that came out last week were available wide release last week, and Fear was the one that we went to go see. I don't know. I don't think Fear was particularly original. I thought the cast wasn't bad. Uh, the quote unquote final girl that they gave us was kind of was the coolest character in the movie the mythology they try to set up is somewhat interesting but not that great it is wrapped around you know the pandemic era which is not surprising kind of like knives out uh i mean glass onion the knives out follow-up was wrapped around the pandemic and that factors into the plot to a certain extent but i wasn't overly impressed with fear i would say of everything i've talked about on this in this mini episode fear is probably the least impressive of the movies that i've seen i was going to talk about about the rock and the fall from pseudo fall or potential fall from grace that he's dealing with now but i don't know i think i might hold off on that till we talk about to chad and i talk about maybe the new dc slate that's going to be coming out uh at least whatever james gunn announces which as i'm recording this is supposed to be tomorrow that he's going to give us the, the first inkling of what that slate's going to be. So I think I'll save that because I think it's, but I do think it's interesting and it'll be worth discussing about just how how people are and the cyclical nature of things and when it comes to celebrity and who's popular and who's not and things of that nature. So I think that'll be it. Like I said, I just wanted to get this, just brief thoughts out there on some of these movies that I've seen because I haven't done that in a while. Lanterncast at gmail.com, lanterncast.com. 708 Lantern for texting and voicemail. Let us know what you think about any movies that you've seen recently, what you're looking forward to seeing soon. And good night, everybody.